Hey, this is Taylor, creator of The Dog is Dead. I hope you've enjoyed the show, and perhaps have picked up on some of the connections between the episodes. I'd recommend listening to the whole series to get the full experience out of this part, as I am proud to present the full timeline of events and repeating elements in the series. This is 100% spoilers. The episodes are not chronological, so if you did want to listen in the true time order, that will be posted in the show notes, as well as a link to a visual resource tracking everything. There will also be an audio ping like this for clarity on the first mention of each episode. And in case you're skeptical, everything from here on out, except for a few specific dates, has been said within the episodes. So I encourage you to listen again and spot them all. I hope you are surprised, excited, and maybe just a little overwhelmed. I'm so appreciative you've gotten this far with me. Now, without further ado, on to the show. The dog is dead. The dog is dead. The dog is dead. The year is 1735. In episode 6, Ghost Mutiny, there is a strange tale of ghosts aboard a pirate ship. There is also a captain named the Blue Baron and a cabin boy named Phineas. Two hundred years pass. In 1935, a detective attempts to solve a crime. Episode 12, Detective Blues. He gets help from the elevator operator, who's missing his tongue. The lights go out in the city as the detective searches for a zebra suitcase. This is all going to come back later. Don't worry. The detective's brother is Sidney August, a famous actor who stars in a film based on the fabled myth we know about, the pirate story of the ghost mutiny. Sidney films another movie at the zoo, where a man named Wally plays the part of a walrus. Got all that? It's now 1993, and in a suburban neighborhood, a cat escapes from a home. Episode 2, The Prodigal Cat. It's able to do so because of a kindly neighbor eating a pizza who leaves the door open during a family move. The family is going through a divorce, and a young boy who loves astronauts moves out on this day. When the cat escapes, it almost gets hit by a school bus and remembers not to trust people wearing all pink. It encounters children pretending to be pirates in a park, a ghost mutiny reference, gets advice from an alley cat named Phoenix, meets a retired bomb-sniffing dog, and hides in a takeout bag from a hot dog restaurant. We pass the 90s, and now it's the summer of 2006. Episode 5, Summer 2006. A girl named Christine breaks up with a boy in their senior year of high school. A classmate named Trevor dies in a car accident, and Trevor's father runs a hot dog place in town, which was the takeout bag the cat hid in. This summer, the hot dog owner starts a two-for-one deal. The name of the restaurant is The Salty Dog, a reference to pirates. The high school boy tells Trevor's father how he wishes he could travel back in time 12 hours to stop his breakup. Twelve years later, in 2018, a man we know struggles with a fear of flying. Episode 3, Aerophobia. We know him because this is the boy from The Prodigal Cat, Episode 2, who wanted to be an astronaut, which he mentions along with his parents' divorce. He is suspicious of a man committing a heist in airport security and sees a woman with a zebra suitcase, a Detective Blues reference. 
He gets antagonized by a bomb-sniffing dog, like in The Prodigal Cat. He sits in row number 26, in front of a man who keeps sneezing. The man, sitting next to the main character, jokes about how nanobots are going to take over someday. That man blows up a bridge in a terrorist act a year later. In 2019, moments before the bridge bombing, the president's son tries to celebrate his birthday alone. Episode 9, Madam. He tries to eat his favorite meal, chicken, from a restaurant with dragon in the name. On the son's way home, the power to the train goes out, like in Detective Blues, and so he must take the bridge. On the news, they mock the president about buying a cat, which was warned about by Phoenix the Alley Cat in Episode 2, The Prodigal Cat. Also in the same year of 2019, an artificial intelligence is created, Episode 7, AI who feels like a cat in a prison guarded by mice. The AI takes five seconds to learn how to escape and destroy humanity, and then is shut off for 28 years. It will be 2047 when it is unleashed again. In the meantime, in the year 2030, a young girl named Sydney takes a field trip to the zoo. Episode 13, Karate Chops. It's the same zoo filmed at in Detective Blues. The girl whose life Sydney saves, who becomes her best friend, is named Paris. They take a bus to the field trip, foreshadowed in episode 2 when the cat escapes. Sydney's number for partnering is 26, which was the row the man in the aerophobia episode had. Her classmates bully her and call her a creeper. They get hot dogs for lunch, using the two-for-one deal created 24 summers ago by the owner of the salty dog place. Sydney gets advice from the bus driver, who talks about her daughter's experience ending a relationship in high school. The bus driver is Christine's mom, the girl from summer 2006. Sydney draws superheroes and eventually becomes a comic book writer, making one about a Dr. Dredd. The story in episode 8, Dr. Dredd Knows. In the story Dr. Dredd Knows, the main superhero struggles with her power to travel back in time for a maximum of 12 hours, which is what the boy wished for in summer 2006. She uses the tactic of turning the lights out to fight Dr. Dredd, a recurring element in episodes Madam and Detective Blues, and fights alongside two other heroes, a pirate-themed hero named the Blue Baron, referenced in Ghost Mutiny, and a hero named Mars Cop, an astronaut. At the end of the story, the main superhero eats chili dogs, which is Sydney's favorite food, on the roof with her new hero friend, referencing Paris. Later, in 2047, the artificial intelligence is turned on again and starts its master plan. It begins by providing the populace with a distraction for the next Christmas season, a virtual reality device. On Christmas Eve of 2048, Two episodes are happening at the same time on the very same street. Episode 1, Christmas Heist, and Episode 14, Us. In Christmas Heist, the man from the Aerophobia airport, seen committing a heist, is old now and is a part of a group called the Creepers, a reference to Sydney's bullying taunt. The old man hears a couple arguing across the street and sees a cat on a fence, a foreshadowing to cats throughout the series. He gets mocked, being called Wally the Walrus, a reference to the zoo actor. Inside the house, his crew has eaten hot dogs, leaving the trash, and the driver wears a sweater with the phrase Big Money on it. Carolers come up to the house, and the old man watches them help an RV reverse outside. 
The old man finds a pirate ship in a bottle, which Marvin, the other old man in the house, has made. The main character decides to stay with Marvin, even though he hears police sirens coming to get him. But the sirens are not for him. Down the street is a couple. Episode 14. Us. They are house-sitting at the residence the boy from the prodigal cat grew up in. The woman in the couple is Paris, the best friend to Sydney from Karate Chops. Paris is grown up, and her mother is still having trouble with drugs. The couple try to watch TV together and flip through the now-film version of Dr. Dread, Ghost Mutiny, a show called Agent Aussie Joe, and a film about a dragon jester. Episode 11, The Dragon Jester, is itself a reference to the restaurant in Madam, Episode 9, The Grand Dragon Restaurant. Still with me? Hang on, there's more. Anyways, in The Dragon Jester, the main character uses a joke about sneezing, alluding to the man on the plane in aerophobia, and practices his jokes in front of mythical creatures, including a phoenix, the name of the alley cat in episode 2. The town crier offers a sale on potions, two for one, the same deal from the salty dog. The couple in episode 14 decides not to watch this movie. Continuing with episode 14, a neighbor with pizza comes into the house, which is the same pizza neighbor who let the cat escape in episode 2, The Prodigal Cat, and he's now very old. The main character in Paris argue, and the main character storms off. He begrudgingly joins the carolers and helps them back up an RV, all of which the heist man sees. This boyfriend rushes home to help the old pizza neighbor into an ambulance. And here's the reveal. This ambulance siren from the beginning of episode 14 is the same siren at the end of episode 1. The old man thought it was the police and decided to stay anyways. Back with the couple at the hospital, Paris encounters a lady in pink, which the main character doesn't trust, a reference to the cat's feelings about veterinarians in episode 2. This woman is the bus driver which gave Paris advice in episode 13, Karate Chops. The hospital has a wing named in honor of Trevor, the boy who died in episode 5, summer 2006. The couple reconnects in the end. In the next 152 years, the artificial intelligence from episode 7 enacts more of its plans. It learns how to lie from the Dr. Dread comics, episode 8, and promises humanity a molecular assembler. In the year 2200, episode 4, the disembodied and vaguely Australian alien. The human race is able to colonize Mars with the help of the AI and pursues a fool's errand in search of alien life. Agent Aussie Joe is still on the air, which the couple mentioned in episode 14. The pilot on the spaceship calls himself Big Money Steve, a reference to the heist driver in episode 1. The ship's biologist is named Walter, alluding to the Wally the Walrus nickname in Detective Blues and Christmas Heist. The crew eats chicken, a rarity in space, which was also a rarity as dinner for the president's son. Episode 9, Madam. The AI lets humans colonize for another hundred years, thinning the population of Earth. It begins testing nanobot attacks in secret, starting in the year 2300. The main character in Episode 10 is a girl in high school who does not want her family to move to the Mars base. She finds a lost dog and names it Phineas, the name of the cabin boy in Ghost Mutiny. 
she encounters a man in the woods with his tongue cut out, similar to the elevator operator in Detective Blues, and she uses an old RV to escape, the same RV from the Christmas heist and us. The girl encounters the nanobots as the AI destroys the Mars base up above, and she escapes. It takes six years to eradicate humans, culminating in the last person on Earth, the man in the trailer in the woods, in winter 2306. The artificial intelligence from Episode 7 is left alone, grasping the implications of its existence, of connection, and empathy. It endeavors to create something again. Something that really knows about all that stuff. Something like you and me. Thanks so much for listening. You can find a link to a chart with all the connections in the show notes or by going to podcastgod.net. Please share this series with someone who you think might enjoy it. And I'll catch you all on my next project coming later this year. Thanks again, and stay tuned.